Good morning, everyone. My name is Kevin Lagore. I'm the product specialist for Skywatcher uh, here in North America. And today we're going to get started on our What's Up webcast. This is technically episode three. Uh, for those of you who joined last week, thanks for uh, holding out with us because obviously we had some technical issues. We've hopefully got all those ironed out this week. So um, we're going to be covering some brand new products for 2020 as well as some stuff we just released um, at the end of 2019. Uh, so we're really excited to show some of this stuff. Some of you may have seen our virtual NEF uh, video last Saturday. Uh, this is kind of a follow-up to that, but it covers more in-depth details about those products. And this also gives you a chance to do a uh, Q&A with us too about those products. Uh, some of these already are on the website some of the newer ones uh will be on the website soon and uh we'll uh get all that taken care of and covered at that point so uh thanks for all of you joining in um again this is our uh third webcast so we're still working out some of the bugs but um, let's get to it. If you have any questions, um, I can see your uh, questions over in the live chat. I'll be happy to cover any of those moving forward. So, oh, let me get over here and scoot up to the corner here so we can get started. All right. So, at Skywatcher, we're always working on new products and 2020 is no different we wish we could have shown some of these at neef last or last weekend but you know with all the weird things going on in the world this is where we're at so uh this gives everybody all over the world a chance to see these products too and ask questions um so we're excited to do this so uh to get things started is our brand new uh, eqar series now the, the EQAR bridges upon the original EQ8 and uh, expands upon that to bring it up to the more current imaging standards that are needed for today's advanced imager and observatory capabilities as well as remote imaging. So just some of the features on the EQ8R. Um, it still has a 110 pound payload capacity and this is uh, what was still found on the original EQ8 is still found here. We needed a high capacity mount for the advanced user um, for the current era. So 110 pound payload capacity, uh, eight inch diameter gears on both the right ascension and declination. And uh, we have added belt drive to both axes. On the original EQ8, it was only on the right ascension. On the EQ8R, we did the RA and the deck axis, and this actually allowed us to adjust the positioning of the motors for uh, the EQ8R. Now, on the original EQ8, um, we were had the motors offset on the side, and that made it side heavy. Um, and with that, it made it hard to balance. So the the newer EQ8, the EQ8R. Um, has those centered at this point. So it makes balancing much easier for this mount. 
and that's because the belt drives have allowed us to position everything more centered on the mount. Uh, origin, uh, continuing on, we still have the built-in snap port. Now, some of you might not be aware of this. Uh, a lot of our go-to mounts have what's called a snap port. And a snap port is basically a 2.5 or 3.5 millimeter uh, plug. And you can actually connect your DSLR or mirrorless camera. And we will uh, be able to control our camera like an intervalometer through the hand controller. So you can actually set up your entire sequence through the hand controller. And uh, you can set your uh, exposure length and the delay between each shot. Um, so that's something you can do without needing an external computer. So that's the snap port. You just need the right cable. Um, you can always email us uh, if you have a particular cable. We have yet to find a camera that a cable doesn't exist. Uh, so that's something that you can do on pretty much all of our mounts that have that snap port feature. Now the, the EQ8R series is a observatory level mount, so it's heavy. It, it has to hold that 110 pound payload. So the mount head weight is about 57 pounds. Um, I actually have it right back here. Um, you can't really see it, but it's a pretty big mount. Um, and it, the tripod, if you do get the tripod, it's more of a portable pier, is about 65 pounds and it's, it's hefty. But as you can see from the uh, picture, it's holding a 70 pound uh, astrograph. That's a 12 and a half inch Hyperion um, from our uh, friends at Star Arizona. So let's keep going on that. Now the, the big additions to the EQ8Rs, and let me move my uh, around here real quick so we can see some of this um, the newest additions for this are the cable management features and cable management is a huge problem when you're doing imaging uh, you don't really want to have cables draping off of your setup if you don't have to um, that causes cable drag which actually basically pulls the weight of the cable pulls on the end of your scope and can cause tracking and guiding issues and stuff like that. So ideally, if you can run that through the system nice and clean, uh, that's where you wanna do it. Uh, so to get through this, a lot of the advanced mounts have a cable management system. There are some new options now where you can put like little uh, computer boxes on the back of the telescope and route the cables up. Uh, those are good options too, but you still have a power cable coming down from that box. So it's it's a good answer, but it's not the best. The best would be to route them through the mount or through a set of ports. Now on the EQ8R series, we've actually added these ports. So the first one is uh, four USB 3.0 ports. And these aren't powered, just so you know. Um, and basically that allows you to route your, your camera USB, your filter wheel USB, your guider USB, all that can actually sit right inside this these USBs right here. And it actually comes out as one elegant USB down here at the bottom behind the right ascension. So you can plug all, you can plug up to four USBs up here and you have one nice USB going to your computer. So it's really clean. 
um, and all the back uh, portion of the right ascension uh, right down here you can see with my cursor is behind the right ascension so it's actually not moving so now the cables are having to move um, side to side which can help with wear and tear now the uh, the next set of ports uh, right here they are three auxiliary power ports 2.1 millimeter power ports so you can plug your your camera power into that or any other things that you might this is about a max of five volts um, so I don't know if you could really run like a dew heater off of it, but all your camera gear should be able to handle it. And then that again has a 2.1 millimeter port on the back, uh, down here as well. So one elegant cable, uh, Jonathan, uh, for your questions, um, they can hold 110, obviously with any major mount, um, that's its limitation. So if realistically, you probably want to keep your system about 75 pounds. They'll be really solid on there, but they are, uh, they can handle the weight, but it's just with any other mount out there, you don't want to push your mount to the very limit of its uh, listed capacity because it's not going to be solid um, on there. Uh, George, the throughput that I'm aware of at the moment would be 12, uh, 12 volt, five amp. Um, would be the through mount power capacity, but I could double check on that. If you want to know more, you can email me at support at skywatcherusa.com and I can get more of those tech specs for you uh, from the engineers. Uh, and then Jonathan, um, there is no upgrade to the older EQ8. This is a completely different mount. Um, there's, there's no way to actually basically gut an EQ8 and make it an EQ8R. It's vastly too different of a mount. Um, there's a lot of internal adjustments in the EQ8R, so you, you'd have to either sell your EQ8 and buy an EQ8R or just use what you've got. But there's no, unfortunately, um, there's no upgrade path. Um, now the EQ8R also on the rear, all these ports that you see are actually underneath the saddle plate, the D plate saddle up there. These sit just below it and it's hard to see on the mount behind me. So um, these sit just below the saddle. So as the deck moves, all the cables move with it. They, they don't hang. Um, but on the rear part of the saddle on the back, all the USBs and the power ports are at the front of the saddle. And then behind the saddle is our auxiliary ports. And there are several pinout ports on the back there that you can plug in auxiliary serial cables. So if you have like a guide cable, like an ST4 guide cable, or if you're using like a StarSense for Skywatcher, if you have one, um, you could plug that in or any other serial device you can plug in there. And then of course we have the auxiliary uh, cables backports down here as well. Um, having imaged with the mount myself, I don't use the auxiliaries that much, um, but there's they're there for a variety of different things um, at that point. So, uh, Jonathan, the we're gonna get to the direct connect here in a minute and uh, we'll talk about SkyX connection as well in just a second. So like I said, all of this uh, cable management features 
they reduce uh, cable drag. So you don't have any of the cables hanging, nothing's gonna get caught. So you can actually use this in a remote observatory and not really have to worry about um, cables getting caught. That's a huge fear. And when you're, when you got a mount this big, you can, you can put all kinds of stuff on it. You can put a 16 inch Cassegrain on it if you really wanted to. Um, now, the mount also has onboard homing sensors. And I'm going to move myself up here now into the corner again because um, we need some of those bullet points. Uh, it has onboard homing sensors on the right ascension and declination. Now, the cool thing about homing sensors is you can basically think of it almost as your first alignment point. Because if the mount goes to that point, it knows that it's in that position at that time. So um, this obviously aims it to that set position. So it makes it easier to do basic alignments because the mount already knows, okay, at this point, I'm in this position. Um, and that's the beauty of a homing sensor. And then we have it on the right ascension and the declination. Um, another advantage to homing sensors for remote applications is that if you lose power and you can toggle the power back on in your remote facility, you can go back to the homing position and you haven't lost your alignment because the, the mount knows that, okay, I can take this position and I know this is where I'm at. So built-in homing sensors on the EQ8R as well. Now the, the new thing that we've actually added, and we're gonna get into this a little bit more, is the built-in USB-B port. Uh, so our new motor boards, uh, that are found on the EQ8 have a built-in USB-B port on the side plate. So you have your, your serial ports for uh, your controller, your auto guider, and then right next to those is a USB-B port. Now, that allows for basically direct connection to your PC. Uh, we're hoping to make things more Mac-friendly, but it's a process. Um, so what you could do with this is rather than using the SynScan hand controller, you can actually plug in a USB-B, the same as like a printer, uh, plug that into that port and plug that into your computer and you can use like our SynScan Pro software, um, which is free on the skywatcher.com global website. And you can actually control the mount uh, through your computer using that. Um, you could use it for uh, EQ mod. Um, I personally have never used EQ mod, so, I've, I've heard if you have the right ASCOM drivers, you can make all that work, um, but it's not something I've done personally. And um, to answer some questions that have been in the feed about this, um, Skywatcher has been working with software BISC for several years now. Um, that's the software that we use to test our products. We use SkyX Pro. Um, the reason why we use it is because everything is under one software the guider the mount the filter wheel the camera um, rotators everything is in that software under one software i don't have to have one window here and one window here and all that stuff um, so we actually work with bisc and they wrote an internal driver for SynScan. so you actually don't need uh, ascom for using skyx you can use just skyx you do a one-star alignment on the hand controller, plug our mounts in, and you can go direct to SkyX. Um, but again, SkyX is relatively expensive, um, and you can do all kinds of things with it, like plate solving and T-point, and there's a lot of other softwares that are coming around, but 
that's what we use and we are working on a direct connection with this pc direct um soon but it, it requires some engineering um, we've already had those discussions our engineers have discussed that with the bisque engineers so we are uh working with that but uh if you don't want to use uh that you can use eq mod apparently that works really well it's been worked well with our mounts for many many years um ken we're gonna get to that in just a second so hang in there and we'll we'll cover some of that so to advance the EQAR series even further, um, we have the EQARH. Now the RH features an on-axis Renshaw incremental encoder on the right ascension axis. That encoder has 11.8 million ticks and it reads the exact position of the right ascension um, shaft at all times. So that allows the mount to basically know that if the motor is moving a little too much or if something's going on, that encoder can send exact corrections um, to the mount. So on-axis encoders are very, very nice to provide real smooth uh, guiding, especially at long focal lengths. Um, basically, the limitation of this mount's guiding capability is going to be your seeing conditions. and the accuracy of this encoder is well below an arc second. So any any major imager, especially if you're shooting in your <clears throat> backyard, you will never be able to hit the limitations of what this mount can do. Um, so that's that's pretty kind of that's pretty cool actually. Um, so uh, lastly, we um, have the two mount offerings at this point. We have the, uh, again, we have the R and the RH. And the the R um, is available, both mounts are available in two different configurations. And you can get it with the mount head only if you've got an observatory, and you can get it with a pier tripod and use it in the field if you want. And these are the pricing on these. These are available at the moment. Now, they should be in stock, so if you want to get one, there's there's not really any waiting on that. So um, we can ship those out at any time. And um, let's see, just to get some questions here real quick. Um, EQ mod is still supported. It's, it's always going to be there. Um, we just use SkyX because that's kind of just what we use. And it's always worked well for us. But like any software out there, you just got to find what works for you. So um, just work with that. Uh, hold on, guys. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, everyone's at home today. Um, so little family thing. Apologies for that delay there. But thanks for being cool. Um, so uh, apologies for that delay. So moving forward. Um, so these are our EQA options and you can get a mount head and mount head with the tripod and those are available right now if you want and uh, you can order them at any point uh, moving forward so this would be a good option for all of our uh, advanced imagers there so let's see moving on to uh, some of our new stuff uh, that we've been doing right now is um, uh, we've made some new additions or advancements 
on some of our products. And that is um, some of the current production stuff that we've had for a while. We've made some changes to that. And those upgrades are gonna start first with the EQ6R. Now we just talked about um, some of the features of the EQA and its direct connections uh, with the computer and having the built-in USB. And we've done that now with the EQ6. And it's it actually shares the same motherboard, so it makes it easier for us to provide support. So the USB-B is now featured on all the EQ6Rs, and it's been shipping for a while. So if you've ordered one probably within the last several months, uh, you've probably already got it. So it's just a little USB-V port on the side and it gives you all that direct connection to the mount and the, the laptop without any need of a hand controller. You can use our SynScan Pro app uh, that way. And uh, let me drag myself out of the way here. I'm kind of playing uh, back and forth here with all of that. So too many bullet points. So this allows you to control with the SynScan Pro app for Windows, or you can use that in um, with EQMod with the ASCOM drivers um, if you've got that set up as well without the need of a hand controller. Um, if you have an old EQ6 and uh, EQ6R, there's there is no update option for the EQ6 because that's been discontinued here. Um, you can do direct. And with that, um, it just simplifies the setup because a lot of people want to go direct to the computer. They don't want to use the controller. So that's an option that you can use now. Um, but if you have an older EQ6R and you want to make the upgrade to this, you can send it in. It's about 250 bucks for us to do the upgrade. Um, it does require a new faceplate, And um, you're gonna to have to upgrade the board, um, so you have to pay for those parts and the service to flip that over, but that would be an option. It just takes a little bit of time to do that. Um, so the next edition that is out for some of our stuff, this is just starting to ship on a lot of them. Um, we've had customers get this um, already, is our FlexTube SynScan Dobbs, the go-to collapsible Dobbs that we've had for a while now have a new motorboard in them that feature Wi-Fi. So out of the box, you'll be able to basically connect the, the DAB right to your phone or uh, device wirelessly using our SynScan Pro app for Windows. Or on this one, no, it would just be our SynScan app, which is available on iOS and Android, and it's free. You want to make sure you have the pro version um, I just think it works better there's more options in there but that these are starting to ship now so you still get the hand controller with it you can still control it normally with a controller but we just have the Wi-Fi option uh, built in now so you can now do it wirelessly or you can do it with the hand controller uh, that's up to you on that and that should be shipping um, at this point and uh, that just gives you a whole nother method of control and it's actually available on our eight inch through uh, 16 inch models. So that's kind of cool and exciting. So new addition that's starting to ship already um, to our FlexTube SynScan Dobbs. Now, the, the big thing that I know everybody wants to get into is of course the 2020 new products. And these are all products that have not 
quite made it to the website yet. Uh, generally, the way we do this is we'll announce something at NEF, um, and we'll try to get that information up on the website as soon as possible. And um, this is what we're doing on all these products, uh, except for actually there's two in this section that are already up on the website. Uh, Ernie, you can use Stellarium to control um, the mounts. I think you also need the ASCOM driver or uh, SynScan Pro. Uh, I've, I've never tried it. Um, I know if you've got a computer that has SynScan Pro, if you have our window opening, if you have SynScan Pro app opened, you can then run it on uh, Sky Safari, but you need our app in there to make that transition over to that software. Um, Stellarium does the same thing. Um, but I think you need the ASCOM drivers. This is kind of the hard part with all the softwares. There's so much software out there that we can't keep up with all the different um, options that are available. So um, we only know so much on it just because we can't keep up with everything. So we try to, but uh, if you have major questions on that, probably looking around the forms is good from people who've done it already. Um, I know SkyX works because that's what we use. EQ Mod's really popular. Um, Sky Safari for the wireless devices kind of works. They are working on a fix for that. If you're doing wireless stuff um, with ours and you want to use it on one device, uh, there's a new app called Luminos that actually works with our wireless stuff without the need of multiple devices. Uh, so that's an option that you can do as well. So to start off the new stuff, is our USB um, adapter. Now we were just talking about <clears throat> all the mounts now that have the new motorboard in place. This has the USB-B built into it. Well, now for those mounts that don't have that and don't have an option to make that an option, uh, we now have the, the USB adapter. And I don't have pricing on this quite yet. They're not gonna be very expensive, um, but this basically gives you that option with uh, by adding this little adapter. And I think this will actually even help with the EQ mod connections. Um, I haven't tried it uh, for that, but it does give you the ability to plug direct without a hand controller for mounts that don't have that built-in option. So a lot of the older mounts, like the original EQ6, Maybe if you have an older EQ6R that doesn't have the new board and you don't want to send it in and pay about 250 bucks to flip it out, you can use one of these adapters. Um, and it comes with the serial cables that you need. Uh, they're short little cables, or you can just plug it into your hand controller uh, cable. So you'd unplug the hand controller and you would then um, uh, plug this, replace the hand controller with this. And then you would plug in the USB-B and then you can connect that to your computer and do more control with that. So uh, I don't have pricing on these yet. They're not gonna be very expensive. Um, this will work on all the older mounts that don't have the USB-B adapters, uh, HEQ5, uh, EQ5, HEQ5, AZ-EQ6, um, the original EQ6, the original EQ8s, they can all use this little adapter um, to make that connection possible. So let me uh, just get bigger here real quick. This is the adapter. Like I said, it's it's pretty tiny. 
So there's a uh, eight pin serial cable on the back there and this on the reverse, there's a USB-B and that gives you the uh, direct connections to do what you need to. Um, there's no model number on this thing yet. Um, we're hoping to get that changed out in the next couple weeks. And these will probably be available later in the summer. Um, just with everything going on, there's been shipping delays. But um, we're working on getting these. You can keep an eye on the SkywatcherUSA.com uh, website. And um, that'll be available uh, here shortly. So we'll try to get that up in the next uh, couple weeks. Uh, so this can be pre-ordered. Um, and then the part number will be available on there as well as the price. So we'll hopefully work on that in the next couple of weeks to get that going. Uh, so that is the USB-B adapter. And let me shrink myself back down here again. Oop. So uh, let's see what else we got on this one. Uh, so this basically just allows you to control your mount with the, the SynScan Pro app or give you a more convenient direct link to your PC without using some weird third-party hodgepodge thing. Now we have our own adapter to make that simpler. And it does come with two short little serial cables. Um, comes with a AZ cable, which would be a six pin to eight pin. And then it comes with the equatorial one, which is an eight pin to eight pin. And then um, all that, the price on that's uh, not available at the moment, but it's, it's gonna be fairly inexpensive. There's not a lot to it and it's fairly small. So that is the SynScan USB adapter um, coming soon. Um, a lot of the products in this section um, will not have the prices set up quite yet. We're in the process of getting them going, but we're pretty close. So just keep an eye on the website over the next couple of weeks and we'll get that going. Uh, now the, the next new thing, this one's actually available right now uh, is the Solar Quest. And um, people started to order these already. They are shipping. This is looks like an AZ um, GTI or an AZ GTE, but it's not quite the same mount. It, it's built on the same chassis and the same gearing. Uh, there's no Wi-Fi in this. This is made specifically for observing the sun. And how it does that is it has a built-in GPS and a sensor, a solar sensor on the side of it, which you can kind of see right on the side here. And that little sensor um, locates the sun. It actually figures out the brightest part of the sky and allows it to locate the sun. So it has a built-in GPS and auto leveling. It can run off of either eight AA batteries or we've actually included a 12 volt adapter. It's a plate that actually uh, replaces the connection for the double uh, a battery pack you plug this little thing in and you pop that in it replaces the battery pack and it gives you a standard 2.1 millimeter uh, 12 volt uh, power adapter so you can run it off of like a uh, a power pack or something like that that's how we use it um, it works really really well holds up to 11 pounds so you can put any of your favorite solar telescopes on it um, we've had up to a lunt 80 on it um, but any of the popular ones uh, like the 60s and the small stuff like that or just like your favorite 80 millimeter refractor with the correct solar filter on there um, will fit on this. It just has a standard Vixen dovetail on it on the saddle so you can mount really anything you want on there. And um, all you have to do with this little thing is press the power button, mount turns on, you give it a minute or two, it will auto level 
figure out its GPS location, and then it will slew off and find its own, it's find its position on the sun. And it's actually incredibly accurate. Um, so all you really have to do is press a button. And it has a small little joystick on there. So you can make those fine adjustments to center uh, the sun, and those uh, corrections will go into the mount software and help uh, drive that around and keep that position. And this will run all day. It will even run in totality. So if the sensor's covered, um, it will still work. Um, and these are currently available. They're $3.99 and they come with the mount head, the eight inch pier extension, uh, accessory tray and the aluminum tripod. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a perfect little grab and go mount, but it's just for the sun. So if you're into the sun and you want something real specific just for that, uh, this is the way to go on that. Uh, Jonathan, um, we don't really have any plans at the moment to do any optical tubes that big. Uh, they're, unfortunately, they're just not popular enough to do anything that big. Um, we've looked into doing it. We've had discussions about it. It's just the market on that is very, very limited. And for Skywatcher, you know, we're... We need to sell lots of things. It's just not our business model to do small little runs of things. So uh, I could see the possibility of doing like a 14 inch, maybe a 16 inch, but the market on it's so small. Um, but I would never say never. It's just not something that I have on the drawing board at the moment. Um, the factory might, it's just, I, I don't have any of that information at the moment. So the biggest Newtonian for uh, amount at the moment would be the 12 inch quattro so maybe in the future we'll have something else but I, I don't have any information on anything at the moment now the the next mount here is a mount that's actually been available for a long time but it's finally here in north america and that of course is the az eq6 uh, the az eq6 for those who don't know is an altaz equatorial mount that can be converted um, to either position um, there's three positions it can be done in, uh, EQ mode, AZ mode, and dual mode. Um, in dual mode, basically, there's two saddles, so you can mount things side by side. Uh, and we give you the secondary saddle for that. So this is the AZ EQ6. Uh, it's been around for a while, but we just finally have it here in the U.S. Um, it has a 44-pound payload capacity, and that is per side. So if you're in Altaz mode and you're doing dual mode, that's 44 pounds per side. So you could mount two 11-inch Cassegrains uh, with room to spare if you wanted to. Uh, so this has been a, a highly requested mount. We're just excited that we can finally have it here. Um, it does have our Freedom Find uh, encoder system. And what that basically means is you can disengage the, the mount slip clutches and manually move it around the sky without losing your alignment. And some of our other mounts have that. The AZ EQ5 has that. The Dobsonians, the go-to ones, have that capability. The AZ GTI has that capability. So this is just a feature um, that you can do on this. And it can be used in Equatorial or Altaz mode in Freedom Find. Um, so basically, you can move the mount manually without losing your alignment. And these encoders can also be shut off, too, if you're doing imaging. It actually helps a little bit with the pointing accuracy if you're doing imaging. Um, built-in aligned uh, illuminated polar scope uh, for those who don't know any mount 
from Skywatcher that has a polar scope built in, it's already aligned. The reticle has been collimated to the center axis of the mount. You don't have to touch it. This includes the Star Adventurers, all of our equatorials that have the built-in polar scope. You don't have to collimate the uh, reticle. We do cover that in some of the manuals if you need to, but you shouldn't need to touch it. Now we don't orient them and that doesn't matter because you can loosen the right ascension and just orient that, um, but they are aligned. So there's no need to fiddle with your, your reticle in there. Uh, now what's new for the AZ EQ6 particularly uh, globally is that it also has the built-in USB port. Uh, now, so the the EQ8, the AZ EQ6, the EQ8R, the AZ EQ6, and the uh, EQ6R are all using the same motor board, which makes it a lot easier to provide service to people because they use the same board. Um, but they all give you that built-in USB connection, so you can now go direct to the mount with the USB. Uh, and lastly, we have DV saddles on this mount and the secondary saddle that comes with this mount is uh, also a DV saddle. So you can use uh, Los Mondi or Vixen style plates uh, moving forward. And lastly, this is a belt drive mount. So the right ascension and the declination are belt drive that helps reduce any backlash because we don't have a ton of different gears in the system. It just goes from the stepper motor belt down to the pulley on the worm. That's it. So there's no backlash between any of the gearing. Now the AZ EQ6 includes, like I said, the secondary saddle, the DV saddle. There's a second one in the box. So you can do that. Two 11 pound counterweights, so you're ready to go. A counterweight extension bar, um, so you can get more counterbalance capability and uh, as well as a two inch rolled steel tripod and the price on this guy is going to be uh, 2170 uh, these are actually on the way um, it's actually already on the website too if you haven't seen if you go to mounts um, it's it is in there so you can pre-order this right now if you want uh jonathan at the moment we're not doing solar filters uh particularly hydrogen alpha stuff uh, with etalons are very difficult to produce um, and there's just so many good options for solar filters right now that it's just not a market at the moment that we're, we'd rather send you to a company that specializes in solar filters like, uh, Daystar or Lunt or Coronado. And if you're doing white light, you've got Thousand Oaks and AstraZap. There's so many good options nowadays that there's not really a lot that we can bring to the table at the moment. Not that discussions haven't happened, but there's... There's so many amazing companies and people doing that stuff at the moment that are really good at it um, that if you want solar filters at the moment, you want to go over to them for the time being. Um, maybe you'll see something in the future, but for now, nothing at the moment. Now, moving forward um, to kind of bring in our smaller scopes, uh, our new addition is the Heritage 150. Now, some of you might be familiar with the Skywatcher Heritage 130, that little tabletop collapsible daub. It's a, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, it's really kind of an awesome little telescope for beginners. It's a tabletop daub, 130 millimeters, collapsible tube, really easy to use. Well, we're expanding that 
with the new 150 millimeter model. The base on this, of course, is bigger to support the larger tube. Um, this is a six inch, 150 millimeter. It is a parabolic mirror. Um, we stay away from the spherical stuff. So this is a real Newtonian, and so is the 130. Um, 750 millimeter focal length, so F5. So it's fairly wide field, but it's well corrected. There's not a ton of coma on there. Uh, the tube actually collapses, so it's a lot smaller and easy to travel with. And uh, it's fully collimatable. The secondary and the primary can be collimated, as can they be on the 130. And then just to keep things simple, it has a rotating inch and a quarter helical focuser um, that you can use for real fine focusing. So this is a fun little telescope for beginners. Um, I don't have pricing on this guy yet. Um, this one's not too far out from getting the web page up. So um, we're gonna um, be pushing that out here shortly, but this will be an awesome little beginner telescope. And like all of our other Dobsonians or anything, any mirror systems from Skywatcher is a 94% reflectivity coating. So you're getting pretty awesome optics on this little thing. And the telescope comes with pretty much everything you're gonna need. Um, you got the Dobsonian base, a 25 and 10 millimeter inch and a quarter eyepieces, comes with a collimating eyepiece and a red dot finder. And it is an inch and a quarter focuser, so you can use it with any inch and a quarter eyepiece. So if you've got a nice set laying around already, and you just want something small to pop out in the backyard, uh, this guy would work really well, and you can use any of your favorite inch and a quarter optics on this. Now, um, the next set, I think, is what we're most excited about um, moving forward, is it's a brand new line of refractors. And this is something that we're really excited to show. And uh, this is the first time they've really been publicly shown. So um, this is our Evolux ED series. Now the, the Evolux is a doublet APO refractor, um, but these have been dolled up. They are not using the same optics as the Evo stars. These are completely redesigned completely new line and um, we're hoping to have these available later this year and uh, moving forward uh, they will be a line and we're going to start off with the first two uh, the first one is uh, obviously our 62 millimeter and the second is our 82 millimeter now the evolux is probably going to use faster optics than our original doublets and uh, both of the first two or the first two models, the 82 and the 62, are gonna be F6.45 um, ED doublet optics. And these are matched optics with a rear synthetic fluorite rear element. They're all fully multi-coated surfaces to have the best transmission uh, for light throughput. And um, these are gonna actually sit between our uh, EvoStar doublets and our Esprits. So we're gonna have three lines of refractors. We'll have the, the Evo Stars will be kind of our intro refractor line. The Evo Lux will be the next tier up. They're a little bit more suited for more advanced users. Uh, those looking to do imaging, these, these are a bit more suited for that. And then of course we'll have our top tier Esprit uh, refractors. Let me get my little face window out of here, out of the way so you guys can see everything. 
And I actually have these here. I'll show you to them in a minute. Just want to get through some of the specs. Um, and then towards the end of this, uh, we can do like a Q&A session at the end of this, just so I can cover all the questions that we're getting. And I can answer anybody's questions at that point. So I'll save all the, the questions for the end. We can go a little long if we need to, um, but I'll answer those questions at that point. So um, continuing with the Evo Lux, um, some of the mechanical features that have been added um, from this particular line is they have retractable dew shields so they can get rather small. Uh, the 62, for example, is only 11 inches long when it's retracted, so it's pretty small. Uh, they have a clamshell mounting. At least these models do. If we go bigger, I'm not sure what the mounting's gonna be, but the first two, as you can see, are using clamshells. Um, and they have a Vixen-style dovetail bar on the bottom, so you can mount it to your favorite uh, mount using the dovetail. And then these have huge focusers on them, especially the 62, it's a little hysterical, but they're 2.4 inch uh, dual speed rack and pinion focusers, and they do have compression rings. So they won't mar up uh, any of your fancy optics at that point. Uh, the samples I have here when I show you don't have the compression rings installed because they're just test prototypes. Uh, they're pretty much production on every other level. It's just they didn't have the compression ring at the moment, but the production models will have a compression ring. And they also come with our standard Vixen or standard Cinta style uh, finder bracket, which you can see there on the clamshell. There is a secondary mounting, so you could put two, uh, one on each side if you wanted to. So that does exist as well. Now, um, they do also include the travel case. Um, there'll be a standard aluminum travel case with laser cut foam. So when you get one, it'll arrive in its case. And of course, you get the dovetail and the clamshell um, with that as well. And those are the only accessories with these standard. Um, we figured if you're spending this kind of much money on a refractor of this size, you've probably got some nice goodies laying around already. Um, you can always add a two inch diagonal or whatever you want in the future. Um, some optional things that are gonna be available for this are a carry handle. And the ones I have right now don't have the holes or the handle with them, um, but there'll be an optional carry handle for them. And the holes on top will be also available for an ex uh, external piggyback dovetail if you wanna do that. Um, and they also have matched 0.85x reducer flatteners um, with a rotator that will come with it. And uh, prices on these are not determined yet, um, but we're probably a couple weeks out from launching those onto the website as well. These will be available later this year once the shipments start to come in. Um, now with that being said, let me just pull out some of these uh, scopes here real quick. Let me go bigger. We'll start with the 62. Um, this is the 62. Um, now I've been imaging with this, so it actually has a Starzona motor focuser on there. Uh, this is their MicroTouch low profile, as you can see. It's it's one they already sell for the Feather Touch. It just happened to work uh, for this one, so it works really well actually. Um, but this is the 62. As you can see, it's uh, relatively small. This is only 11 inches long. Uh, it is uh, extended a little bit. If you notice here, though, on these, they actually have uh, markers for your outfocus on both sides of the focuser. So we have markers right there. Uh, the back here will have a compression ring down in here. And then this whole thing obviously threads off 
um, the back for the flattener and the dew shields do extend out so that's the 62 um, really tiny little telescope would be fun little grab and go um, eclipse chasing um, fully multi-coated optics down in there as well so uh, that is the evo lux 62 ed doublet um, so we're excited to have these coming soon and after that we have the 82 millimeter uh, doublet evo lux as well um, f6.4 optics um, got a baffle built in to the front of the dew shield there with all the the information on the lens there and then this is an extendable dew shield as well it gets a little long but it's a really long dew shield to help prevent all that dew and really nice baffling so it's really quite dark down inside of there um so these are um, then there's the big uh, dual speed uh rack and pinion on the back there with the markers on top there so that is the 60 or the 82 i'm sorry and then the 62 we just saw that is the evolux line Um, and just really quick, um, they do have matched focal reducers. So that's the 82 uh, focal reducer. And the uh, these are 0.85x reducer flatteners. So they, they flatten and reduce. They have 48 millimeter threads, so they can handle full frame if needed. Um, I have yet to test a full frame camera completely on that. And um, just to answer the final questions here, and then I'll do the Q&A stuff at the end there. Um, they are going to come with this adapter, and this adapter right here is adapts it, but it also rotates, so you can actually position your camera um, right there um, without it doing it. Now, the cool thing about this adapter is even with all the screws loosened, um, this will not fall out there is a set of capture threads in there so you'd actually have to pull and then unthread this out completely to pull these two apart so there's like a, a capture thread in there for security purposes so if the screws are loose your stuff will not fall off now uh, lastly and then i'll get to the questions here is um you can actually thread a two inch filter into the light path at this point so if you're using a DSLR with one of these, you can put your favorite filter in the front there and then hook everything back on the back there and you don't have to worry about filters. And we are working on an adapter like this for the current Evo Star lines. It's just not ready. The 72 has one. And when you actually buy the reducer for the Evo Lux, it will come standard with this adapter. The filter is not included. You have to get your own filter. So um, those are the reducers. So now that that's all said and done, I'll get to your guys' questions. Let me try to get back through here at the moment. I'll try to answer them in order. Um, Jonathan, we I wouldn't suspect us doing anything bigger than um, doing anything like that. So sorry about that, guys. Just, uh, again, working from home. Um, so Roland, the uh, ability to make a, a refractor that big requires big ed glass optics and 
you cannot get optics that big um, regularly. So we would love to do something bigger, but it costs a lot of money to get an ED element that big. So if we do something that big, um, it, I don't suspect you'll see anything that big from us anytime soon. It's just not realistic for us to make anything that big. The Esprit 150 is already huge and relatively expensive. So you, you wanna make sure that you can sell what you're making and the price jump from going to a six inch ED element to seven gets crazy. So um, you don't wanna have that too much. Um, that's why you don't see a lot of seven inch or bigger refractors. So at the moment, um, I would love a seven inch refractor, but I don't see us making one anytime soon. Uh, let's go down the list here. Uh, George, um, I was actually imaging on one of these. The color correction is actually pretty good. I don't have the picture in front of me, but I was actually surprised with the reducer, um, how well color corrected they are. We're still doing some testing on it to show that, but, um, they're, they're fairly well color corrected, especially for imaging. Um, we have a corrective element in the focal reducer. It's not ED, but it is a uh, higher level of correction than standard glass. Um, but that's in the, the focal reducer there. Um, let's see. Jeff, uh, they don't come with an autofocuser. Um, that's one of my um, autofocus motors on there that I had from Star Arizona. Uh, I'm sure we'll have motor focusers from them and like Optech and stuff in the future, so you can use them for autofocusing. But at the moment, uh, there's there is no autofocuser that will be included with them. Um, that's just a dual speed rack and pinion, and you can add your favorite motor to that in the future. Let's see, going down, does Skywatcher have any thoughts on offering a line of CCD cameras? No, um, cameras are a pain. Um, there's the chips and the electronics and everything advances so fast that you really gotta be up on that all the time. And we're really good at doing telescopes and mounts and that's what we're gonna focus on. Uh, cameras, are, they're just not our market. We have plenty of friends that can help you out with that. Um, Starlight Express makes great cameras. Uh, you know, you have SBIG and FLI and QSI and Attic, and of course ZWO. So, or, and there's a wide variety of stuff you can use. So there's, there's a lot of cameras on the market you can already get. And a lot of them are using the same chip. So there's nothing that we're really going to be able to bring to the market. We can bring optics. We can bring affordable optics and mounts and, really get you going that route and then you can go off to our friends and get your camera of choice at that point but skywatcher has no plans for cameras um so ed glass used um we do not discuss the glass types any longer and i know we get a lot of flack for that here's why a refractor has to be two or more matched elements of glass to provide the color correction needed and we feel that pushing a match system out rather than just saying, oh, it's FPL, whatever, um, doesn't tell you anything. Just because something's FPL 53 or 55 or 51 or whatever it might be, doesn't mean it's a good telescope. So 
we we don't release the glass types anymore i understand that may be frustrating to some people that comes from way above my pay grade as well so that's just the choice skywatcher has gone with and there's several other companies that don't release the glass type either so if you don't like that i'm sorry but that's just kind of where we're at at the moment so the evolux uh designs uh, the ed optic element will not be publicly released um let's see skywatcher offer packaging pricing options um we've talked about doing packages um with mounts and optical tubes um, but at the moment it's not something that we'll be doing at the moment so um all right uh, i think that's all the questions uh, we have a couple minutes left if you guys have any other questions um, you can definitely let us know i'd be happy to answer anything right now um, real quick because I know we've gotten questions about this before uh, so I run my own outreach program as well and it's called focus astronomy and people have been asking about digital star parties well we're finally doing them and they're called star streams and you can visit us at the focus astronomy YouTube channel uh, this is sponsored by Skywatcher because we're basically borrowing all the equipment you see right now and we're using that for these streams. So these are digital star parties. We stream live images off the telescope and direct onto YouTube. And you can watch those uh, every other Friday. Um, the next one is next Friday. So next week we'll also discuss this as well um, during the live feed um, as well. So weather permitting, um, you can go to the Focus Astronomy YouTube page or focusastro.org and you can learn about all of what we do over there um, with that. So digital star parties are now happening as well. A um, couple more questions here. Um, Mike, uh, if you're looking for a bunch of these, uh, you can always email us and we can talk to sales and see what can happen. It depends on how many you need. Um, but you can always email support at skywatcherusa.com. If you need a ton of them, then maybe, if not, we can just send you to a dealer and uh, uh, you can pick them up from there as well. But the solar quests are in stock. So if you have more questions on that, Mike, you can just reach out to us and we'll see what we can do. Um, an optional mirror mount. Oh, I see what you're saying. Putting an 18-inch daub on the EQ8. I'll talk to him about that, but I'll we'll see what we can do on that. Let's see. Any promotions coming up on the EQ6R? There's always something coming up. Um, I'm not able to tell anybody about future promotions. Um, I get in big trouble about that. So um, you're just going to have to keep an eye out for that, but probably... Um, I don't know when. Right now, our, our ED doublet refractors, the Evo Stars, are on sale um, this month. But yeah, I'm sure there's a mount sale coming up, but I, I don't know when. I actually don't. So um, let's see. Can you just get the Solar Quest head on its own? Unfortunately, we're just selling the Solar Quest as a kit at the moment. Um, you have to buy it with the, the mount head, the pier, the tripod all together. We don't sell the mount head on its own at this time. So um, maybe we can look at that in the future. Um, any other questions, guys, before we wrap this up? I appreciate you all uh, being here 
and watching these uh next week for episode four we're actually going to do what we were supposed to do last week before the technical stuff we're going to go over star trackers particularly the star adventures and our polar alignment methods and how to shoot with those um so if you tune in next week at 10 a.m pacific uh we'll be going over star trackers um if you want us to cover something on future episodes you can always email us at support at skywatcherusa.com and just title it what's up and give us what you want if you want to uh, check out um, or want us to cover something in the future uh william uh i don't know the eta for the evo lux at the moment and uh probably later this year at some time maybe end of summer fall i would guess but i don't know at the moment anything new with the star adventure lineup uh not at the moment there's always something brewing on it but um i don't have anything new to show this year for any of those so um keep your eyes out for that but at the moment there's there's nothing to really show for any new upgrades or anything for the star adventure and i don't see anything happening in the near future so um jonathan we can do something on the esprits um that's not a problem uh, maybe we'll do an episode kind of talking about refractors and things like that so we'll look into doing that but um all right I think that's everything. Unless anybody's got one last little tech question, um, that's it for today. Thanks for being cool. Um, thanks for joining us on these. Uh, we're really glad to have them. And uh, no tech issues this week, so awesome. Um, again, my name is Kevin Lagore with Skywatcher. Uh, you can always email us at support at skywatcherusa.com or watch us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. If you like these videos and you want to know that they're coming up, you can always subscribe to the Skywatcher uh, YouTube Skywatcher USA YouTube channel here, and it'll let you know when we've got future uh, streams coming. So every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching, and we will talk to you guys later.